Good day, everybody. <clears throat> How are you? Hope you're having a good Thursday. My hat's all askew. Lots to talk about today, but uh, I've got, uh, I've, those of you that didn't see my tweet or my post on Locals uh, or my YouTube community post, we're going live today early and on an abbreviated schedule. I've got an appointment um, this afternoon that I just couldn't change a time of and it's just kind of pain in the rear, but it is what it is. And well, you know, we'll do the normal stream tomorrow. And I think, I think, um, what day is Friday? Do you guys want to do a stream on Friday? Right? I assume we won't stream Monday, Christmas day, probably. Um, maybe I'll, I'll do a quick check-in or something like that. Um, Hopefully I'm suing Taylor Lorenz. What happened with Taylor Lorenz? Um, but yeah, I think you guys, you probably plan on a stream tomorrow, right? It's just a regular day, I, th I think, right? It's just the 22nd. So um, yeah, so we should probably do that. Do we get a crying out of herpes vid after the appointment? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> Uh, happy with your copyright coffee gift box. Cool. Good to hear. Uh, all right. So yeah, the problem, no, no problem. We'll do, uh, we'll keep tomorrow normal. I actually already uploaded all four of my videos for the day here on rumble. Uh, so you'll have those to watch after the stream, some interesting stories. Um, and, um, let's get going. More gay porn, guys. Isn't that awesome? Want to let you know that the peppermint cocoa is great with hot, hot water. Okay. You should try it with milk. It, it breaks down a little bit better. Like, it doesn't break down very good in water, but the taste is, is good, you know? Now... Let's get to the gay porn. Everyone wants to get to the gay porn, all right? Jeez, I'll get to the gay porn. Did you see the twins did almost like a follow-up on that hero chick? What hero chick? Hey, Jeremy, for casual conversations future, consider reaching out to Mad Vlad on topics of games. I think you guys get along. Okay. Yeah, the, the cocoa, I, I think a lot of people prefer it in water for sure. It's just because of the cacao, it doesn't break down as easily as like that Swiss Miss, like instant hot cocoa stuff, you know? All right, Agent Cooper, I'll get to the gay porn. Golly. I'm sorry. Oh, they did a follow-up to the, the herpes chick? All right, Switzerland. All right, Switzerland. Here's your gay porn. Breaking Capitol Police investigating a second gay porno. Capitol Hill police are reporting, reportedly quietly investigating the existence of yet another explicit video taken by the former congressional staffer less than a week 
after Washington was rocked by the release of footage featuring a gay ex-staffer fornicating in one of the Senate's most esteemed hearing rooms. Semaphore scooped that the House quietly launched an investigation regarding a perpetrated unbecoming behavior by a former staffer for Congressman Dan Newhouse. The effort was undertaken last year with no conclusive evidence. In the interview, the staffer denied participating in the video, which made the rounds on Snapchat among congressional staffers and associates. In the video, a man is seen jerking off inside the House office building, identifiable by its standard Capitol Hill furniture and carpeting. Semaphore obtained a screenshot from the video, which showed two men engaged in a sex act in the office setting. The video was attributed to a user by the name of Adam J, with the handle Ann Jackson 2019. Representative Newhouse said the video was brought to his attention back in June of 2022 when he was told that one of the participants was a suspected member of his staff. As soon as the office was alerted, we immediately contacted appropriate House entities to conduct an independent investigation. The spokesperson for Newhouse said the office will not be providing any further comment on personnel matters. A guy who's filmed himself jerking off uh, at the Capitol, and, and that's just n no big deal. While Semaphore declined to name one of the individuals seen in the video, veteran Washington journalist Matthew Keyes revealed on X that the former staffer is, in fact, Sean O'Brien, Newhouse's former deputy chief of staff. O'Brien has now since scrubbed or deleted his social media profile, so that is confirmed. Anytime that that is the reaction of people, like anytime that's the, the reaction of people, you know, to scrub their social media, they might as well just tweet out, yeah, I'm guilty. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of scrubbing it? Just say, yeah, I did it. I told Semaphore that he left the congressman's office in the fall of 2022 on good terms to take a job outside of Washington. Um, so Semaphore didn't identify the senior representative Newhouse staffer who was suspected of making a sex tape at the Capitol last year. He is Sean O'Brien, representative Newhouse's former deputy chief of staff, who has since scrubbed his social media accounts from the internet. Semaphore's this person, Katia Goba, reported that the staffer was in a senior position with representative Newhouse's office and that the worker left in the fall of 2022 to take a job outside. Um, Goba also reported that Representative Newhouse praised the unnamed staffer in materials announcing when he was hired. Last, Goba reported that the unnamed staffer left the Newhouse's office on good terms. O'Brien was active on LinkedIn until this week when his page mysteriously disappeared ahead of the report. Goba reports in Semaphore, that the unnamed staffer, now known to be O'Brien, was investigated for purported unbecoming behavior following the discovered, uh, a discovery of sex tapes made at the Capitol. The probe turned up, quote, no conclusive evidence. 
Gopa said the videos were distributed through Snapchat account. The Snapchat account is still online, but it's unknown if anyone has used it since last year. While O'Brien's LinkedIn has been removed, his other social media accounts have been locked down, like SBSO. Brian were public until this week, reportedly after he learned he was about to be the subject of the Semaphore story. Here he is. Um, interesting. Interesting. Pretty interesting stuff. Decency's back on the ballot, everybody. So is this... By the way, I don't know, is this guy a Republican? Yeah, here's the scoop. Uh, here's, here's the actual article from Semaphore. Where is this? High-profile Senate Rock DC spokesperson for... Representative Dan Newhouse, who is a Republican from Washington, confirmed that the reports of purported unbecoming behavior. Interesting. Interesting. One of the videos watched by Semaphore featured a man jerking off in the House office building, which was identifiable by this, that, and the other thing. Um, the desk, a screenshot of the second video obtained by Semaphore shows two men engaged in sex in an office setting. The participants' faces are not visible in any of the material viewed by Semaphore. After the video surfaces, Newhouse's office was told that a suspected participant was a member of their staff. Degeneracy everywhere. Degeneracy literally everywhere. I'm all for like getting a little freaky when you're young, you know, having sex at the movie theater or you know, at a dead end road or, you know, whatever the case may be. But like maybe, um, hold on a second. Um, you know, maybe, maybe just maybe not in the capital, but, but, and by the way, don't you think there are probably cameras Don't you think this stuff's all caught on camera? Don't you don't you think? I I mean I'm just you know I would think that security had to have seen this going on, right? Or were they just sleeping? You know, I'm sure, I'm sure that I'm sure insurrectum, <laughs> nice outlaw. Yeah. I think, um, I, I think that there's probably some level of cover up, right? I mean, security had to have seen this also, by the way, they, um, did you see how, like how slowly the, um, secret service responded the other day? When that guy uh, ran into uh, Biden's motorcade. It was like slow motion. Hey, look at this idiot. I'm proud of my conservative record. Remember when she tweeted that um, 
Everyone should support Bubba Wallace. I was a Tea Party candidate when I became governor. I was a strong conservative governor that brought an 11% unemployment down to 3% unemployment, that we went and we moved thousands of people from welfare to work. We reformed education. We did tort reform. We did voter ID. And then you saw me go to the UN and I took the kick me sign off of our backs and America was respected again. Ha! Nothing says conservative like ignoring constitution, wrecking legal persecution and encouraging more wars on credit. Nice burn. Nice burn from Six Hexenhammer. I don't know why she doesn't open her mouth when she talks. Um, it's very weird. You know what was so you know what was nuts though? What was this? Um there was some new some new poll that has her like gaining a bunch of ground on Trump. What poll is that? The St. Aslam poll shows that Nikki Haley is up to 30%. Who the flip are they talking about? How is she gaining? It feels contrived. It feels like absolute fake. Like between her disastrous three appearances on debates where she had like single digit support. Where the hell is this 30% coming from? It was immediately after a billionaire backed her. Yeah. I don't even understand where this poll, like it's like made up. This says results from St. Anselm College show former UN ambassador Nikki Haley gaining on President Trump in the first in its nation's Republican primary. There's always a qualifier for polls, but there's a snapshot in time. But the college survey polled more than 1,700 likely New Hampshire voters on Sunday and Monday, and it showed Republican front Trump runner at 44%. And Haley at 30%, just 14 points behind. Support for Haley has doubled since the last poll while Trump is holding steady. Is it, are they just people like, uh, are they just people that are like, well, I, I want to vote for a Republican, but not Trump? Like who the hell is, who the hell is the Nikki Haley voter? That's what I want to know. Who is the Nikki Haley voter? Will you please raise your hand in chat? Tell me why. I don't even understand. How does she gain support in the polls? She's the least likable candidate that since Hillary Clinton, I would I would I would think. She's the least likely candidate. She's at least she's less likable. She's almost less likable than Hillary Clinton. Like, I don't even understand. Yeah, they're using the same poll the New York Post said, using that most Americans agree with Trump being removed. I, I saw that. I didn't even want to. I was like, this is bollocks. You know what I mean? Like, I saw that poll and I was like, yeah, right. Oh, here we go. Oh, University of Prague. I thought they banned guns there. <laughs> 15 people killed, 30 other injured when a student opened fire on Thursday at a university in Prague. 
where young people seeking cover huddled on scaffolding of the building under lockdown in classrooms. Oh, shit. I thought this stuff only happened in America. <laughs> 15, that's a high death toll too. That might be the biggest ever at a school, right? Six, they already identified the shooter. The shooter was known as David Kozak, who may also be linked to the violent death in the village of Clandensko before the shooting. Hmm. He does kind of look like a school shooter. Yeah. See how good the translation goes here. Translate, please. There we go. On Thursday afternoon, police announced a search for him. Linked to the case, uh, case of a death in the village. Subsequently, it turned out that the wanted man is a shooter who later killed 15 people in the afternoon and injured 24 others at the Faculty of Arts in Prague. The student is also dead. Huh. Hate it. Sucks. Where is this? Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Yep, mom accidentally films uh, deadly shark attack while playing with her child. She never heard anything. You can see all the blood in the water out there. Jesus. Um, I was trying to find that. I'm trying to find that poll about Trump. Whatever, yeah, there was like, um, oh, idiot. The, there was some poll that said basically like, um, uh, that more than half of America s supported the remo his removal from the ballot. I just, I, that's obviously bunk. They must have had like, uh, they must have had some sort of weird pocket of w rhinos, maybe. And they're really they're gonna bury this Claudine Gay with these plagiarism things. What is going on in the Rumble chat? I don't get it. What is going on? According, twenty five people were killed at a college in Russia about five years ago. The shooter in that case used a seven round pump action shotgun. Damn. Uh, you can learn more about it on my channel, 5x56. Uh, it's ultra neocon governor uh, and one of uh, and the one-day voting with Massachusetts and Vermont liberals cost us New York, New Hampshire. Huh. What's up, Elias? Uh, Elis, Elis, Elias? Maybe one of those pronunciations are right. 
As if the trolls have been all over chats this morning. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Um, Harvard finds more du duplicative language in President Claudine Gay's work as Congress now investigating her plagiarism. Congress really wants this, this broad gone. Like, yeah, there are no trolls in the, in the locals chat. She plagiarized whole paragraphs. All they do is make her go back and add a citation. Yeah, I saw that. They basically were like, oh, um, this is, uh, it was just a weird citation issue. Like, uh, which you just have to, it was just that it wasn't properly notated. No, no. You like literally took, you lifted entire paragraphs from other people and, and use them as your own. You, you didn't accidentally forget to add quotation marks. Like that, that's not what happened. It was, a, it was the weirdest thing. So then like now Congress is like, ironically, Congress is, uh, getting involved. They just want this broad gone by hook or by crook. Like they want her gone. They do, they do not, I mean, they're going to, they're going to bury this girl and like Harvard continues to stand by her. It's, it's wild. One thing that, you know, the one thing that my eyes have been opened on with this, these college presidents, this scandal and stuff like that is, uh, just how much money these universities bring in that has nothing to do with tuition or educating students. Like. I knew that there were like donors and this, that, and the other thing, but like, I, I, I admit like, you know, I was shocked, like billions of dollars funneling into these universities. What are they buying exactly? You know, like, what are they, what are they buying? Harvard University has said that it has found additional instances of insufficient citations, you mean plagiarism, by school president Claudine Gay, as a congressional committee announced it will investigate mounting allegations of plagiarism against her. The Ivy League school said Wednesday that a recent review uncovered more examples of duplicative language without appropriate attribution. It's just called plagiarism. Gray's 1997 doctoral dissertation. Uh, oh, that was in just in her, in her dissertation. President Gay will update her dissertation, correcting these instances of, quote, inadequate citation, the summary said. The review also confirmed that Harvard knew as early as October 24th that the Post was pursuing a story on allegations of plagiarism against President Gay. However, an independent three-person panel failed to find plagiarized material because it focused on, quote, all of President Gay's others published works, not her dissertation, according to a student newspaper report. It was only in response to new allegations that the subcommittee undertook a review of the dissertation. The focus on her work emerged as there were growing calls for her to be fired over her damning congressional testimony about the failure to tackle rising anti-Semitism on campus. Well, it seems like that anti-Semitism is simply being subsidized by, you know, gigantic outside donations. 
You know? I mean, if you're in your doctoral program, you've been in college a minimum of six years, you know how to add citations to papers. Like, when I got my master's degree, they, you know, I'm not a good, I'm not good at writing papers. I'm very poor at it. And, um, you know, I had, they actually gave us an option. You could write, um, you can write a dissertation or you could like do a project or something like that. And I chose to do the project because I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do that. The latest confirmation of errors comes as a new report outlines more than 40 allegations of plagiarizing other work. 40. She's the president of Harvard, and she literally can't stop plagiarizing other people's work. She can't help herself. Harvard president is not people use these billboards, they're harassing her. I mean, she's just, I don't like, I've seen side-by-side -side comparisons of what she included in her papers versus the source that she copied. I used to teach tech college and I would have flunked any student who did the same thing she did. And I did more than once. And it was at a small community college, not some fancy school. <laughs> how many people like, you know, when you think about it, like how many people like her exist? I have, a, uh, I have an MBA, I have a master's degree um, with an emphasis on direct and internet marketing or my sub-emphasis of my master's degree. Um, so the man that stole a scholarship spot from a woman has now had his scholarship revoked thanks to pressure from Sweet Riley Gaines. The power of public opinion and accountability. Riley Gaines on the University of Washington reportedly revoking the trans volleyball player's scholarship. Here's the, um, here's the thing. You know, again, you can be trans. I, I, I think that that's all fine and dandy, right? Be trans. You, have, you should have all the same rights anyone else does. In fact, being trans in modern day society seems like they have more rights than anyone else. You just can't have this one thing. You cannot, as a biological man, compete against biological women, you know, in, in certain, you know, you want to go play pickup basketball or whatever, whatever, you know, I don't know. That stuff is fine. But like, Turns out this is a scholarship that only has a maximum of three openings per year. It is a scholarship meant exclusively for women's volleyball. Okay. So this man, a biological man, took f as much as 50% or as little as 33% of the available scholarships. Patriarchy strikes again. Because if they only gave out two, then they gave one of them to a man. Mr. Sulu didn't like that Riley Gaines got that dude's scholarship revoked. Yeah, Mr. Sulu got absolutely wrecked. I have the tweet. Here's Mr. Sulu, who, by the way, is a sexual predator. 
um, who has, you know, fandled, fondled men's penises, um, has been embroiled in numerous uh, scandals throughout the years, and is and has constantly said, "My parents, um, you know, uh, my parents internment camps. I'm gay, so you can't do anything," kind of thing. Anti-trans swimmer is slammed for causing teen to lose volleyball scholarship. Trans teen. No, a biological man took a scholarship from a biological woman, and that should not happen. Uh, <clears throat> Harvard and colleges don't pay taxes like other businesses either, and they take so much prime property in Boston. Yeah, that's also true. So let's take a look at... But what's great about the like new Twitter... It's like old Twitter, shit like this used to run wild, you know? Used to like get hundreds of thousands of impressions and tens of thousands of likes. Well, it got 5.8. Now it just went five. It's got almost 6,000 comments just to two. I'm sorry, just 1,200 likes. And you look at a lot of these replies. There's, I mean, dozens of people ratioing him. Anti-cheating, you mean? Why do you hate women? Well, she's a guy. This guy's got 3,000 likes on gay man pretends not to know what a man is. Breaking. Redheaded libertarian. This is a win for women. 13,000 likes. <laughs> girls scholarships are for girls from Icons, which is a, a independent council on women's sports. 4,000 likes. It's sad you hate women so much. 4,500 likes. A woman calling out a university for giving a man a scholarship that was meant specifically for women. Fix it for you. You know, I think that, um, you know, this would have been called a called a like a bold win for feminism twenty five years ago, don't you think? They would have called this like, uh, you know, wildly misogynistic. What you know, all this kind of stuff. Now it's called progressive. We've gotten so progressive that people are unironically supporting the patriarchy. I mean, this guy's got 5,000 likes. Males don't belong in women's sports. Riley Gaines is doing a great service by exposing the mediocre males who want to shine in women's sports. This particular guy shouldered a woman out of a scholarship, but justice is done. I mean, I mean just the entire, the entire threat are people just dunking on him. The fact that trans activists are only upset about one quote-unquote girl losing a scholarship reveals that they knew full well he is a boy. They don't give a damn about actual girls losing out on athletic opportunities due to male participation. There's also a report that this woman concealed her identity. That, they conce that he concealed, he and his family concealed that he wasn't a biological woman. So, I mean, you, you tell me if you think that that's nefarious. Of course, Riley's saying, oh, no, an actual woman will receive a woman's scholarship. How devastating. A win for women, equal opportunity, and reality. You know, I, I just, you can have all the rights anyone else has as a trans person. You just can't compete against other women. Like, what, why is that so difficult? You know, this tweet from just a week ago. New collegiate school record in women's 300 meters at, at Rutgers or Rochester's Institute. Sorry. 
Except it was set by mail. This happens a lot for something that supposedly never happens. Like a biological male just smashing records that women will never be able... I mean, it's, it's a total mockery. It's a complete mockery. It's an embarrassment. And it's awesome that... Uh, it's awesome that there's being there's some pushback at least at least some everybody see this video going around the internet by the way if you're just tuning in now uh, i have an appointment today which is why i'm live earlier and i also can only do an abbreviated stream today um but tomorrow we'll have a full you know, regular show at the regular time. I was going to take the day off, um, but, you know, I, I can at least, you know, I can at least stream for an hour or something. Thanks, Russ. Going to see your CPA to cash in all those write-offs? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> This is uh this is what uh what's funny about this video is essentially uh you have a woman <laughs> abandon feminism because a guy bought her you know a, she met a man who wasn't a soy infused male feminist. Guys, I went on a date this week and I felt her eyebrows are out of control too. They look ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. Up the feminism leaving my body. I live on the east side of LA, and if you don't know what that means, it's sort of like the artsier part of LA, you know? It's, Humble it's people say it's like Brooklyn and New York. Like, so I go on dates with a lot of men and women who, you know, live over men and women. Side note, we're here. There's always a negotiation about who pays, and that's great. I like to pay for people, all that. But what I will say is that I sort of fell into going on a date with the most guy's guy I've ever been on a date with. And Her definition of guy's guy, by the way, is just any normal dude. Just so we're clear, like she dates women and soy boys. So her, a guy's guy for her is, is just, it's just a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's just a dude. Yeah, a lot of dates, side note, too. Yeah, Jeremy in, in local chat. I wonder why you go on so many dates. He's from West West, you know, Santa Monica. He's a bro, right? Bro. Guy's guy is usually not my type. Like, I cannot remember the last time that I went on a date with, like, a straight bro's bro. You know what I'm saying? But it Again, just a guy. Just a guy. I noticed she has a ring in her nose, but not on her finger. Maybe there's a reason for that. Me. It befell me in an organic fashion. So I'm on this date with this guy, and the thing about a guy's guy is he's putting his card down. He's paying for everything, and I really just it sort of activated something feral in me. I'm not gonna lie. He went to like another bar, and he went. He was gonna go to the bathroom, so I was getting prepared to pay for our drinks because he's been paying all night. Of course, I'm gonna pay for the next round. But as he's going to leave for the bathroom, he turns to me and he hands me his credit card, and he goes, "Here's my card. Get us whatever." <laughs> she just like came and slid out of her seat. You know. 
like it's it's at best her just being like a money grubber you know and at worst like just a real revelation like it's either all about the money or it's it's this acknowledgement that like <laughs> you know like all it was all it took was for some guy to do what guys do like any normal guy does on a date put it on my tab yeah i got this put i'll put it on put it on my tab that's cool oh my god she'd have to put like a trash bag down on her bar stool if she met any one of my male friends I mean, you know they've, you know she let him hit it too, guaranteed. And like, it, it. It might be time for me to get away from all these, you know, liberal snowflakes on the east side. All the jokes aside, this is like a, a hilarious self-own, and um, like. You know, I'm looking at where she lives. It doesn't look very nice, which is fine. Whatever. You know, she has a cat. She's eating cereal like a child out of a cat bowl. Okay. This is not a serious adult. All right. Adults have burnt toast, bacon, and eggs for breakfast, or maybe half a grapefruit. But the, so it's either that just the money. I don't think it was the money. Like a, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the money. I don't actually think that. I think it, it's the confidence and the and the and the take charge attitude. Like, uh, you know, it's the just don't worry about it. I got it. All right, you, I'm just you know I got it. I literally had a magic spoon ad yesterday. Yes, but magic spoon is cereal for adults. You know, with lots of carbs or not a lot of carbs and grams of protein. And a weird space person on it. <laughs> uh, you know, I think what, what, is, what she's admitting here, when she says something feral was activated in me, is that, like, she was admitting to herself that, like, uh, oh, man, this is actually what a lot of women want. And that, Inside, I want to be clear too. Like, I cover this more in depth, um, you know, in a in a standalone video. But like, first of all, not all women want to be housewives and homemakers. Okay. Um. Yeah, Lionheart. It's her womanhood. She looks down on. Right. Like, not all women want to be house homemakers. I I I understand that. But a lot of them do. And that the lie that has been sold through third wave feminism over the past several years or decades is that every woman needs to be an unstoppable girl boss and she can have it all, all this kind of stuff. Like, that's actually not true. And all the science backs that up. Here's an article Why 60 Years of Feminism Has Not Made Women Any Happier. 
The American Family Survey recently asked, all things considered, has feminism benefited American families? Only a little more than half, 58% of people said yes. What's even more interesting, though, is that the people who also said yes also tended to be the least happy and most and least fulfilled. Let me read that again. When asked if feminism, when asked all things considered, has feminism benefited American families? The respondents, only a little more than half said yes. Also, what's interesting is that the people who said it did also tended to be among the least happy and least fulfilled. In survey after survey, it turns out people who espouse a secular worldview, people who identify as liberals, and people who never attend religious services reported the lowest levels of personal satisfaction and also reported the highest levels of support for feminist ideals. Indeed, as feminism's influence has grown over the past half century, women have become less happy. The Paradox of Progress. This is from Neuroscience News, a report from just a few months ago. Despite gains in freedom and employment opportunities, research indicates that women are experiencing higher levels of anxiety, depression, and sleep issues than before. A survey suggests that dissatisfaction with societal treatment may be a key factor. The gender well-being gap widened during the pandemic, but showed that women rebounded faster emotionally, possibly due to stronger social connections. That makes sense. While facing social inequity, women report higher levels of purpose in life, often derived from altruistic activities. I mean, again, so, you know, more choice is not making women happier. The Freedom Paradox. Why more choice isn't making women happier? Today, we're diving into a topic that's been making waves in the field of happiness research. In an age of increased freedom and opportunity, women are experiencing higher levels of anxiety, depression, and overall mental health challenges. Recent surveys have shown that women are increasingly unhappy with their status in society across multiple countries and different age groups. It's because they've been told that they need status in society. It's because they've been sold more lies about you have to have, you have to be the CEO. I'm not, again, I am not saying that there aren't women out there that are just love their jobs and their careers and it gives them a lot of fulfillment, this, that, and the other thing. Just like there are, I'm certainly, there are men who like to be homemakers, like to stay home with the kids. And that's cool. But like, they're, you know, they're living their, their life of happiness, they're happy. You know, that's that, I mean, like <laughs> this, after all the progress, right? Women are, maybe women just aren't, aren't happy in general. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I mean, maybe, you know, if this, if this entire, like this woman all it took was for, and, and again, what we can basically agree on here is probably the case, 
It's just a regular dude who took you out on a date and treated you like a queen. And suddenly you're like, oh, feminism? What's that? That guy's going to... Mark my words. That guy's going to put a baby in this chick's belly. This chick's going to be a... She's going to be like a trad wife. Because she's like, oh, man, that was kind of nice. Go out and have fun. Yeah. This woman's probably had hundreds of sexual partners, too. You know, like, I, I've never met a bisexual who wasn't also promiscuous. I don't think that exists. I also, there's a great joke about being bisexual, too. Like, something like you never really meet, you never really meet an old bisexual person. They usually pick a side during life. This woman dates so much that she dates men and women. She's probably very promiscuous. She'll be baking cookies and three months pregnant uh, by, the, by, by spring. <laughs> he never called her back. <laughs> Why would he? They probably, <laughs> her after her second date, I mean, it took a real man 15 minutes to turn her into a trad wife. This thing, I go on a lot of dates with a lot of men and women, red flags. Exactly. She's, she's whoring around. Um, the guy probably had, she probably had sex with the guy and he's probably not going to call her back. She's seeing what a lot of liberal women figure out organically. Like she has, she had a conversation. I had a conversation about this yesterday. My friend is gorgeous, successful, et cetera, but lives in San Francisco due to work, family living close. So she's kind of stuck with the dating pool that's present. Long story short, she hates how men are so feminine now and like basic skills like opening doors. It's a real problem that's going to severely impact Americans' ability to keep up with labor needs. And that's before we get to the depression of so many being alone due to lack of suitable mates. I'd, I'd, I'd buy that. I'd buy that. You know? There are definitely women out there that want to be trad wives, and there are definitely women out there that want to be a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. But, you know, it's just not, there's not one size fits all kind of thing. I've never met a woman in the Midwest that, that's like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Women in the Midwest work because they have to, not because they want to. Open the door for the woman, slip and slide time. Yeah, it seems like that. And then you have this other end of it, right? Sorry to ask during the stream during, but did you get my email earlier about CBC order? Um, I mean, I think, were you the one about, were you the one about um, the chocolate covered espresso beans being missing? That's the only email email I have, and I did send it to Ops already. Okay, yeah, I sent that to Ops. They already sent them out. Okay, um, yeah, sorry about that. Twitch viewers demand changes as topless Meta 
um, streamers hop to the implied nudity meta. I mean, it's just whoring. That's all it is. It's whoring to um, little boys. You know, it's it's whoring to thirteen year old. That's you know, a lot of coomer brained fourth dimensional takes about this say, oh, what it's not a problem. Big deal. Blah 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 blah. Okay. I'm gonna explain my position on this. So women are doing this now. They're streaming like this. These black bars are to imply that they are fully nude. The reality is that they are generally wearing underwear underneath it. And then you have people like Deserto saying, this is a extremely, extremely high IQ no play. No, no shirt. <laughs> Just streaming in their underwear. <laughs> and she's wearing a bra. The, 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 <laughs> the, bar, the bar disappeared and revealed that she was, in fact, she had the straps down on her bra and she still had a bra on. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's my issue with it. I mean, look at, so you're 13 years old, right? And you open up Twitch. This is what you see. This was yesterday. Okay, opening up Twitch. Going to the just chatting category. Bam. These are the top, all in order. This is what, the, what you see on the top. I mean, disgusting. And um, look, I'm, I'm not one of those people that like, Porn does, you know, porn exists, fine, I don't care, whatever, all right? But what I'm going to say about this, I mean, look what they titled it, 18 plus, that's to imply it's sexual content. Three girls take three big blacks, whatever, and it's chopped off. I'm sure it says like black um, gummy beans, gummy bears or something like that, all right? This is why I have a problem with it. If these people want to put their titties out on live Jasmine, if that's even a thing, or OnlyFans, that's fine. But let, let me explain why I think these women are gross, predatory, and borderline pedophilic. They're at least hebophilic. Or they're using pedophilia to profit. Pedophilia is probably too strong of a word. But yeah, shout out Kit Boga hanging in there. So, I mean, th these people have 14,000 viewers. 18 plus, three girls take three big black whatevers. 18,000 viewers. This, I mean, it's what in the hell is going on with this chick's tits? Tiffy, who's your mommy? 500 viewers. Um, you know, the Dan Dangler, my ZZ, you know, sexual, live sexual content. You know, like, it, it's... Here's the thing, okay? They are predators using sexual content to groom young boys into porn addiction. That is what they're doing, okay? They are peddling pornography on a website that is not for pornography. They are predating these young boys, the reality of, of it is, and I can tell you, most of these women are wildly unattractive, okay? They would not last a minute. Okay, maybe she would. These women know for a fact 
that they're not getting thousands of viewers on an actual porn site. If these women were on Live Jasmine or whatever, they would not make it. They would not they would not survive competing against other purveyors of pornography. There is no age gating whatsoever on Twitch. You can pull up those you don't even have to click the yes I'm 18 button, okay? The reason these women are, are successful on Twitch is a nefarious and evil one. It's because there's surprise tits. There's 13-year-old boys watching Roblox and Minecraft streams, and then they're seeing some huge old milkers on their screen. And you have somebody who's 13, 14 years old streaming on that website and having this shit appear next to them. Right? It is it is only this popular on Twitch because Twitch has an, an, an insane amount of young viewers. And and the fourth dimension in four forty Coomer takes, okay? Let me just address those. Yes, pornography exists. Yes, quote-unquote kids could go to Pornhub or whatever, okay? But they don't. 13-year-old kids don't go to Pornhub if, uh, as often. Surely they do, right? I'm sure I saw porn when I was 13, okay? But I'm saying that the reason they are not actively looking for pornography. They're trying to watch Minecraft videos, and they're getting groomed by these predators, the only reason they're successful is because all these people who are on Twitch were not expecting to see pornography and they're having it literally thrust upon them. And it's gross and, pre and predatory. If these women want to exist on a pornography website, I have no problem with it. I think that that's like... These women, most of them, are nowhere near attractive enough to make it in the actual porn industry. So they target children. And, and that's the reality of it. It is not, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm unapologetic about it. And I won't be taking any Coomer big brain takes from people like Asmongold who say like, well, porn exists anyway, so it could, whatever. No, they are purposely targeting children and they're like, oh, yeah, but Twitch, uh, 40, 50% of Twitch users are between 25 and 35. I can guarantee you that at least 25% of the viewers of these women are underage. Because let's be honest, if I want porn, I'm just going to go watch porn. It's only the, only the prepubescent mind would be turned like, into this softcore porn. Like... When I was 13, Red Shoe Diaries was spicy. By the time I was 18, 19, I was having actual sex. But if I was watching pornography, it was like regular hardcore porn. It wasn't watching some titty streamer. Like, the... the Asmogold's house kind of refutes most of his takes on responsibility, yeah. 
What's wild about that is Asmund's clearly a multi-millionaire. He's a multi-millionaire and he chooses to live in squalor. I guess that's cool because he's going to have, you know, a piles of money in his bank account for the rest of his life. But I mean, that guy makes $100,000 a month and has done that for years. Yeah, shout out to Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah. Where they would have like the sex and then like now I know that like... <laughs> She would be so high up on his chest that his dick would have had to have been coming out of his like belly button. <laughs> like, but I mean, back then you didn't know, you know? I just think we need the green bastard to clean this up. Shout out green bastard. Shout out obscure trailer park boys reference. So, you know, I don't, I'm not buying this. Like, I mean, these women know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing because most of them are in pornography exclusively. And they come over to this website to target children. Because kids nowadays, you know, back in the day, kids didn't have, you know, access to credit cards and stuff. Now kids all have credit cards, they have PayPal accounts, they have Venmo accounts. They These women are making money off children. Like, I don't know how they sleep at night. Like, pull up your actual viewership numbers and then tell me you feel good about it. You know what I mean? It's gross. Oh, it's just, you know, whatever. It's just kids. Or it's just, it's just some boobs, Jeremy. What are you freaked out about that? No, I don't care. Like, that's fine. But this, but, but if you want to see that, then at least admit to me that children are watching this and you're okay with that. You're okay with 12, 13, 14 year old kids not only viewing this content, okay? but being groomed into a parasocial pornography addiction because that's what it is. I don't care. I don't give a shit if it's on Pornhub. That's fine. Let it exist, okay? But like, this is, this is not that. This is grooming young boys to become porn addicts. You know, I mean, look at this. This is on Twitch and then it's like, oh, I'm playing RuneScape too. Again, to, to bring my point home, I don't care that they are whores. Okay. That's fine. But I care that they are predating on young boys and getting them addicted to parasocial pornography addictions. That's what they're really doing. And if they weren't doing that, then they'd be on a website meant for pornography. Right? If they, if they really weren't being predators of young boys, then they'd be on Pornhub. Then they'd be on OnlyFans only. Why are they recruiting on Twitch? It's because there are young boys there who are who are perfect to get groomed into pornography addictions. That's why I don't like it. That's why I think it's a problem. It's not because I hate titties. I love titties. Big fan of titties. Love them. 
all kinds of titties. Big titties, small titties. Big areolas, small areolas, bumpy boob, bumpy areolas. I don't care. I love boobs. All right? But that is not what these women are doing. These women are predators. I'm not a fan of fake boobs. I'll say that. If they're really good, if they're like a really good boob job, okay. But in my life, you know, I've only felt a few pairs of fake boobs and they were all too hard. Like I dated a girl once who had fake boobs. Um, they're just like too hard, like bags of wet sand. Um, I suppose if they were a good boob job, you know. Silicon versus gel versus saline. Yeah. I mean, whatever you're into, that's cool. But, uh, it's just degenerate when it's on Twitch and they're targeting children. That's the reality of it. So, what's my favorite? My favorite boob is like a, it's like a full C. A full C any to a D. It depends on your body type. You know, gigantic anime boobs on some girl that's like a size two. Uh, you know, that's not really realistic. What do they say anyway? Any uh, about boobs. Any more than a handful is wasted or any more than a mouthful is wasted. On that note, um, I've got to uh, run to my appointment. So... Tomorrow, everything's back to regular. I'll be back at my regular time. I've uploaded all of my standalone videos already up here on Rumble. I want to let you all know, too, that I enabled the the year-end. I, I saw a few people talking about the, you know, liking the chocolate-covered espresso beans and all that stuff. I put stuff up to 64% off on my website through the end of the year while supplies last. So like our dark chocolate covered beans are 46% off. They're only seven bucks stock up. If you're having like a new year's party, you can get all these great snacks. Also, we have like a dozen of our coffees that are 40 to 50% off. And this will be the last chance to get them till next year. So if you liked any of these flavors, there's like, you know, there's a ton of stuff. There's even K cups in here on sale. So there's, you know, there's a ton of stuff that's like wildly discounted link in the description where I posted it in chat too. pick it up before. Like I'm not restocking it. In fact, the teas, all of our teas are 30% off and they're going to, I might not even bring tea back next year because tea doesn't really move that well for us. So get your, get your stock up on your stuff. And, uh, We've got our, our strawberry K-Cups are 33% off. Our blueberry cobblers, all of our K-Cups are 30% off. Picks them up. They won't be there by Christmas, but the prices are actually insane. Like, I'm not making any money on this stuff. I'm just cleaning out the inventory. So we have all a clean year going into 2024. We'll see you tomorrow at the regular time, okay? Sorry about today, but I just could not get a different appointment time. And yeah, if you own a business, it's a write-off. So we'll see you guys tomorrow, regular time. The K-Cups do have huge areolas. Check them out.